you should take time to learn skills uh, to read books to like have mentors to talk to people in like in the industry to build connections Listening to the You Can and You Will show, a podcast that empowers female leaders, high achievers, female executives, and artists to be confident, to overcome their obstacles, and live that exceptional and successful career and life. My name is Catherine Louise, and I'm a business and mindset mentor and communication expert, best known for mentoring female leaders, executives, and artists. So that they can flourish in their career and life. And you can and you will. I'm sitting down to share the tools to create that success and lifestyle and how to make an impact. Hi and welcome back to a brand new episode here on You Can and You Will. If you're new around here, hi, I'm Catherine Louise. I'm a business and mindset mentor. And today I have such a beautiful guest by my side. This is Ormi. Please say hi to Ormi. <laughs> Do you want to introduce hi. yourself and to my listeners and viewers? Yes, it will be my pleasure and thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Ermi. I live in Montreal. I work in the financial services industry, so I am a full-time employee. And besides working full-time, I also do a lot of other things. Uh, I'm a speaker. I am um, a blogger, a YouTuber. I'm also a self-published author. And uh, in a lot of my free time, I like to dedicate them to support causes such as women's empowerment. And I am part of an organization called the Women in Leadership and we are we have like a couple of chapters within Canada and I'm part of the Victoria chapter even though I don't live in Victoria I do this virtually and basically we organize a bunch of events uh, all dedicated to uh, empower women and we have an upcoming one at the end of the month where we'll celebrate National Women in Leadership Day Wow. Well, first of all, I'm going to link all of your infos down below to this for anybody. I love your website, by the way. And my first question would have to be, do you ever sleep or does your day maybe have like 50,000 hours? <laughs> you know what? You're not the first person person asking me this actually before uh, doing all this like even when I like even now that I work full time I also used to study because I was finishing a certification wow. and I remember also being asked the same question you're like how are you studying for this certification but you're like hustling all around the place I'm like I can't do it I just have good time management skills and I feel like when you have a per, like a passion for something and you have like an end goal you will always make time you will always find time so it's just about like planning and organizing your time well like literally so I do get my eight hours of sleep <laughs> eight hours okay I admire that I never make it to eight hours a day but I love that so much and I love when I you know did my research on you I loved how you were so passionate about the financial sector. You're coming, you're working full time, as you mentioned, in the financial industry. And at the same time, like you're so passionate about empowering women and supporting them. You are a speaker on top. And you know what I figured? We have the very same goal in common. And I'm so geeking out about this. Can you guess it? Do you have an idea? 
It's women's <laughs> empowerment as well. <laughs> oh, uh, helping other sure. women. Yeah, obviously. But I read that one of your top goals would have to be a TED Talk. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the TED Talk is literally on my vision board. <laughs> like, yes, I, yes. I admire that, and I see that because you have that energy that makes it so easy. I believe, in my opinion, for women to really latch onto. And I love how you're like so passionate about that. So what is like your number one driving force to empower women? That's a good question. Um, I think it's more about the idea of being able to make a change. That's what mm. drives me to do what I do because um, I really like being... Um, there's this quotation from Gandhi that says, be the change you want to see in the world. And I, mm -hmm. when I read that, I really resonated a lot with it. And I was like, I also want to make a change. And I think if you want to make a change, you need to do something. You have to take action. So I was like, where do I start this from? And I felt like I had it inside of me, but I wasn't, I was not quite sure like which tools to take. Uh -huh. And, and then I was like, you know what? Let, let's start like slowly, but slowly let's try a couple of things. So that's how I started with like, blog and then I started to get invited into different like shows podcast shows and then I started to do it a lot with volunteering because I feel like a lot of the times it's not about the monetary value that you get out of things I think you can still give back with your time and with your knowledge and so for instance like I am part of uh, this organization called women in leadership where I try to promote as much as I can like more more and more women in leadership and how we can help them by sharing tips and I'll, and I work with like along other women as well but at the same time also like I am part of this other organization called 100 women in finance and I am a mentor and so I basically mentor young talents who want to work in finance and want to study in finance and I, I was like you know what it doesn't have to be like I don't need I don't want to be paid for this because I think there is so much more value that we can give when we generally want to help other people so I mentor like young talents and I really enjoy it because I think of myself um, when I was younger what I wish I had uh, what I wish I had back then and I didn't have but now that I am like much older and I feel like I, I have this opportunity why not use it so I feel like um, even the fact that we are all virtual made it made us a little bit more connected in a way because I was able to connect with this other different organization I'm able to volunteer for these people even though I'm not there like physically so I, I would say it's just um it's just the idea of being a change that I that drives me every day that is so powerful I've got pumps all over <laughs> it is so powerful because also how you like put so much effort in it of your time of your energy and really emphasize on volunteering but I truly believe when you are so passionate about that the universe is going to reward you at some stage for sure <laughs> I'm so positive about that and I love how you support young people specifically saying okay I just you know want to help them knowing that you know I might have not had the most easiest road to this life that I'm living today. And I think this is so special about you. I truly appreciate <laughs> that. So what do you think is your greatest inspiration to do all of this? Because it's it's still a lot of different things. Like how, how do you take that energy for? 
You know what? I take it from a lot of women that I follow, I have to mm, say. Wow. Yeah, I think um I think a lot of the women, especially like I usually talk about celebrity women that I really f- feel very inspiring. There are a bunch of actresses that I follow. And it's not just for acting st- skills, but it's more about what they give back to the community, how they present themselves. And these women have been a lot of source of in- inspiration, like Meghan Markle, who I admire so much. And also the women around me, like a lot of my friends as well, they are a good support system for me. And I really value the things that they do for themselves, for the community. So I also take it from from them. It's just the people that I have around me. And also from the women that I volunteer with, those women are also a lot of inspiration for me because I see how much they put an effort into achieve their goals and even though they're like full-time employee they have like personal commitment and stuff like that they still find the time to give back and I feel like the fact they were like all together just it just it's just beautiful so that's those people have been my source of inspiration that's amazing so talking about supporting young people what would be your number one financial advice to everybody listening do you have like on the top of your head do you have anything that you're like okay you really have to know this i would uh, there are so many but i will stick to one for now okay uh, i would definitely say like especially to young people it's start investing early Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, it just helps to build your financial uh, wealth and it's also because of the power of compounding and stuff like that you are able to uh, grow your money and and if you start young you get to benefit from the long-term investing so that's very very important and unfortunately I feel like a lot of people don't do it early enough because they're like oh you know I have all the time in the world and you know what I am also at fault at this because I also felt like when I was a kid, no one ever taught me about this and I didn't know much about it until even I was like a student in finance. Even then, no one told me about it too much. Like it's because it's like personal finance and no one teaches teaches you this at school, even when you're doing an undergraduate in finance. And so I think it's important as young people to start investing as much as you as you can and to benefit from that and you have like money working for you like you're not working for it it's money working for you which is yeah which is the, the good thing about it yeah it's a biggie and I really believe that school system is you know it needs to step up when it comes to financial education for sure so talking about empowering young people what do you feel like is your biggest I almost want to say task, like what do you see as the biggest part where you really want to empower them and support them? What is that number one topic? What would that have to be? I would say through education. Mm. And by education, I mean like, because we, like we just talked about like investing, but I also mean investing in yourself. I think that's so important. I feel like not many people do that as much as, as they are supported where we live in, especially for like young women and talent, you should take time to learn skills, uh, to read books, to like have mentors, to talk to people in like in the industry, to like ask people that you know, build connections. Cause I think that's very, very important to learn about the things that, that is happening around you. I think that would be like my number one suggestion that I would tell people is just to take time to invest in yourself like even like if you love something for instance like you have a passion for cooking then go ahead and take like cooking classes um 
if you feel like you have a lot of recipe, why don't you like create a cooking book recipe, you know, just to use your, your skills and to follow your, your, your intuition, your curiosity to try new things out. Because I feel like, and this is what happened, especially when you start working is that life gets like, like this instead of going this way and I for some it just goes this way mm-hmm. and we forget to take time to like really nourish our body and soul and to do the things that we love and I think this happens especially like when you're young it, it doesn't happen because you're like going to school you have fun and stuff like that but when you start working it, it just hits you right away and I, I think it's important to like take the time to invest in yourself and I think it's important to remember this from a young age. I love that so much because it is so important talking about that because so many young people specifically, but also people in my age, I'm 40. Okay. (laughs) Also people in my age do believe that when we talk about investing, it would have to be like housing or, you know, I don't know, shares, whatever, but really your number one investment should be yourself, your education, because nobody can ever take that away from you. And I think we learn a big part about that in this day and age, don't we? For like this entire, yeah, past three years to be exact. So I really love how you're pointing that out. And I love you talking about self-care because that would have to be one of my number one things I really want to emphasize on. So do you mind sharing with us like your favorite self-care kind of thing? Like what do you feel what you have so much on your plate? What do you feel like really makes a difference for you? Okay, I'm gonna go with some something very silly. I like to eat chocolate. <laughs> you like chocolate? Oh yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Like I like to have chocolate with a good coffee, and that's like one thing that I do for my own self-care, for my own like mental sanity, I would say. Um that's one thing that I enjoy doing. I also enjoy a good plate of plate of pasta. That's part mm-hmm. of my self-care. I don't care, even though it's like fat or whatever. And I also do, like, now that it's nicer outside, one thing that I enjoy doing is running because I feel like it gives me that sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. And then, run, like, running outside in the nature, seeing the nature, yes. just being disconnected from the world. Um, and also the other one is uh, I used to do Muay Thai a couple of months ago, and I totally fell in love with that. It was something completely like changed my mind about Muay Thai and boxing and like martial arts. And this is something that I really, really enjoy because I'm literally like disconnected from everything. I am, I, when I go to do Muay Thai, I can see the type of people that are there. It's completely different from people that I would hang out with, but I like that because it, I feel like it just gives me a different perspective about different people. And the other thing is also like spending time with yourself. And I think people don't do it enough or maybe we do, but we're afraid of saying no. And I think that um, the the me time is really, really like important, like super important. It is so important. And I don't really don't want to make you jealous or something, but I just said a big old plate of pasta. I'm sorry, it's I just so had to say it. <laughs> but it's just I so good. <laughs> it is so good. But I so agree. And I I just really appreciate how you just said, like spend time with yourself and your own thoughts, because it almost seems like we're 
especially what you also mentioned before, you first go to school, have fun, then suddenly you start working life. And, you know, things tend to get kind of different then, especially when mm-hmm. you are really striving towards that career. You just work a lot of hours. And, you know, specifically young people then also really still want to spend time with their friends and stuff, which is totally fine. But they tend to not have that balance right from the Mm -hmm. get-go. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, this is when things on the long term specifically really get rough. So really try to have that alone time and listen to your own thoughts. I think that is so important. With, you know, doing all of the things that you do, I'm still admiring that. And on top of that, <laughs> getting eight hours of sleep. Now I'm kind of jealous over here <laughs> in a good way, though. Um, What would you say? I mean, I would believe, especially when you're working with so many young people, which probably also have some rough stories, but, you know, coming along. Um, What do you say? What is your support system? Like when you have a rough day, when you're feeling down, maybe you're exhausted, what do you tend to do? What is like that source of energy and strength? So I usually uh, try to talk it out and I do mm-hmm. have like a couple of friends with who like I can share all these things. That would be my first, first uh, step. And the other one is literally like not to engage with too many people at the same time. Like I just only talk to some friends if I'm really stressed, but I try to like disconnect from the other part of the world. And I do take a lot of like long walks on my own. And I also try to journal it, which I think has been helping a little bit because you are writing down your your thoughts. And I also... um, find it a lot in in reading that's another thing that I do like I try to calm myself down by reading and so like this I'm like not disconcentrated but I'm not focusing on other things basically and that has been helping a lot Um, and that and usually that's how I find my comfort it's in a book because I feel like when you're reading a book you're like immersed in the story it feels like you're almost part of it and I like that because you're just in your own bubble, in your own world. And that's one thing that I really enjoy, especially when I'm like really, really stressed. Yeah. I love that. What is your favorite book? You want to share it? Oh my gosh. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> why? Okay. You can name three. <laughs> um, okay. So this one that I really like, and I'm not into romance, but she's such a good writer and I've read uh-huh. pretty much all of her books. It's uh, it ends with us from Colleen Hoover. Um, she, there is also a movie coming out based on this book. That's probably one of her best books. And it's, um, it's, it's featuring the, the, the movie is featuring, um, what's, what's her name? Black Lively and Justin Baldani. I don't know if you watched Jane the Virgin. It's the guy who plays, uh, uh, Raphael. Oh, yeah, I think once, yeah. Yes, that's him. And so, anyway, so this is like, it's her best book. Like she has, she has written so many books, but she, this one is her best. Like I, anyone who wants to read a book from this author, read this one. So okay. that's one. And the other one that I like is, uh, I don't remember now the name of the author, but it's called The Boy with the Striped Pyjama. It's actually pretty sad, the book. Oh. There is a movie about it. It's about uh, a friendship between um, a Jewish and a non-Jewish. And so oh. it's based like during those times. 
it, it's so beautiful. Like I cannot explain you because it talks about friendship about these two young kids who do not know what's happening around them, and then they become friends. And it, there was a movie about it, and I like I love that book because it's so touching. So that was that was the most one of the most beautiful book uh, books that I have read. And and then there is one about self development, which is called um, it's about the ikigai, and I don't remember now the complete full title, but it's uh, it's about the ikigai and how to find your passion and how to use them, and oh, how to so like good. use your passion to monetize to monetize your passion but at the same time you're serving a community and you're like living a health like a fulfilled life so i really like that book as well yeah. okay i i you know i have to say i really especially love the mixture like you're, you're going all the places romance and then yeah, really, something yeah. really important because a part of my family is jewish too so 100 relate and then you know really self-development i love that Do you have like, if you don't mind sharing, do you have like any specific goals? Is there like that one thing you're really working towards? Something you you feel like that is my future self? I think I just want to be like, I can tell you what I want to be as an identity, more like mm -hmm. I want to be a confident uh, and dynamic speaker, which is why there's this whole TEDx or TED talk that I want to do. And actually really? I am working really hard to get to that point. I actually spoke to someone today who, who gave it to TEDx and I was like, okay, I need to know how you do how you did this. So he gave me all these steps. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I actually contacted a few few people and now I want to see how far I can get with that. So that would be like eventually my like goal is to be able to speak confidently without the fear, without any type of like nervousness uh because i when i see people speaking on a stage i actually admire them and i want to feel the same too when people look at me so i want to feel admired for being able to give like a speech yes and you totally have a message to share i believe it is so strong and is so inspiring and important especially to not just young people i know you you emphasize on young people but i believe we all need that We all need that source of inspiration, also in the 50s and everything. It is that kind of comforting, inspiring, and also giving hope. I believe mm -hmm. what we do need so much right now, more than probably ever in this century so far, is really hope and and to mm -hmm. really do not give up on life. I believe it is so important. <laughs> I loved our conversation Frankly, I could just go on for another two hours, <laughs> but I have five more questions I give to all of my oh, guests, no. and I would love to know those about you as well. First of all, what is your favorite food ever? You know what? I feel like I gave it away. I gave it away before, pasta. though. Okay. We agree yeah. on that. Pasta and chocolate. <laughs> We want you both? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i would say so oh really we should go yeah. to dinner sometime like we could order a big yes. old plate of pasta and then have some chocolate afterwards and a coffee i'm a coffee lover but i have three kids i need that stuff too <laughs> i get it so if you could take one entire day off which it doesn't sound like you do that too often but if you could just have a whole day for yourself how would that look like what would you do that's such a like that's such a <laughs> tricky question i feel 
I would probably like to do a day trip. Ooh, yeah. that sounds good. Where would you love to go to? You know what? It, it, because I live in Montreal, I feel like I cannot say I don't have much of an option. But if I could, I would like to do a day trip in New York. Ooh, I, yeah, I get that. Ooh, that's so nice. Do you have like any specific place or would you just love to wander around and go to Central <laughs> Park? <laughs> You can put me anywhere in New York, in New York, because I feel like that's more than enough. Yeah. Like, I just love New York. Anything about New York, I just love it. Same. I actually wanted to move to New York, and then I met my husband. I still blame him to this day about that. <laughs> yeah, so me too. I'm I will 100% relate. <laughs> me too. Me too. I feel like I would like to leave there, actually. It's okay, just so, so nice. Maybe that's one of your goals for the future. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see okay what is your favorite place on earth would that have to be new york then or is it maybe something different i know i do have a second one i do have a second one. it's barcelona Ooh. yeah Ooh. have you been there before i did i did and i was like i'm not coming back i loved it <laughs> you're not coming but you did so thank did. god <laughs> so do you have like any plans on going back there uh not anytime soon but i i really like barcelona because it was reminding me of italy which is my birthplace and i and i i, I liked like the whole vibe in barcelona the, the thing that i loved a lot is that it looks like italy but everyone speaks spanish and i love spanish so i was there i was like oh, i can do this all day like i can just listen to people talking spanish and never get tired Yes, I totally understand. I love Italy too. We actually used to spend all of our summers in my childhood in Italy. So I, yeah, it's not that far away from us. So I I think we should become friends or me to be quite honest. <laughs> we I could first, so uh, we could, should first hit Italy, then go to New York, have that pasta with a coffee and a chocolate. I think we're good. <laughs> So amazing okay um advice to your younger self what would that have to be start living your life unapologetically mm. yeah. wow that's a good one thank you <laughs> that, no that really is a very good one i think it is so interesting once we gain a little bit of life experience somewhat how different things turn out right yeah so that's really yeah. a powerful one and i think we almost answered that before well what would you say is your greatest source of inspiration besides the people around you <laughs> oh You know what? I would say, so of course I said the woman around me, I said Megan Markle, but if I do have to choose someone and it's, it would be probably Gandhi because I, like I used to study him when I was in school and I see how he does, he did all, a lot of the things that he did. And I, I would probably say he's also another inspiration, which is why I really resonate with the quotation that he said, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm. I love that. I think I think Gandhi is such a I don't even know. There's nothing and nobody you could compare him to, like ever. 
And I love that you mentioned him because I think people should do that more often and listen to his teachings because, again, today we would need that more than ever before. Urmi, thank you so, so much for this conversation. That wasn't conversation. It wasn't a typical interview, and I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing so much of you and what you do. I think it is so important. Please make sure to check out the downloads. I'm going to link everything for me. Maybe even a pack to receive. <laughs> she wanted to share one. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you.